0: It's time for the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. We're live at Wild Wing Cafe off Sam's Drive in Chesapeake, serving up hot wings, cold beer, and good times. Tonight's show is brought to you by Team Monarch Partners. Pepsi, the official soft drink of ODU Athletics. Pepsi, that's what I like. Cox Business. Cox Business Cloud Solutions offers a suite of cloud services to help you get the most out of your IT environment. Learn more at coxbusiness.com slash cloud. The Virginia Lottery, $11 billion to Virginia's K-12 public schools since 1999. The Virginia Lottery, a win for education. ODU Online, home or away, ODU Online makes it easy to take your classes with you. Visit oduonline.edu slash team to learn more. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, Atlantic Bay lends peace of mind by putting you first every step of the way. Optima Health and Centera Healthcare. At Optima Health, we improve health every day by providing members with quality, cost effective healthcare. And Chartway Credit Union. Chartway awards $25,000 every year to the ODU Athletics Scholarship Fund for our student athletes' pursuit of excellence. Chartway, the official credit union of ODU Athletics. And now, live from Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake, here's the voice of the Monarchs, Ted Alexander, on the ODU Sports Radio Network.
1: And we are set once again to begin another old dominion football weekend as we have a wednesday date at wild wing cafe in chesapeake for the ricky ronnie coaches show welcome everyone glad to have you along whether you're here in chesapeake with us or all around the odu sports radio network i'm ted alexander pleased to
2: be joined by the head coach of the monarch football program ricky ronnie coach
1: good to see you once again
2: yeah thanks for having me obviously uh Excited about this week. Good, good opportunity for our team this week.
1: A really good opportunity. And, and I think this team is, has shown us that they are more than worthy of opponents, previous and future. And uh, we'll have a look back at this past Saturday. We'll look ahead with our Lexus look ahead at the game against the Virginia Cavaliers. Just the second time the Monarchs and Cavs will have met on the football field. We'll also hear from... Ethan Dwayne, he's from Melbourne, Australia, and he's doing a heck of a job as a punter for the Monarchs in his second year, but what a difference a year makes for Ethan Dwayne. Also, defensive line coach Victor Irakansi, he will join us to tell us about his work with his guys and what their mission is, and we'll talk about football movies. hmm and there's a tie to Coach Vic with that one. But first, let's start with a look back at the trip to... Greenville coach, a game against East Carolina, everybody saw them play North Carolina State tough. You knew this would be a really tough challenge and in those situations you've got to bring your A game or else you're going to struggle and we saw that that all came true on
2: Saturday. Yeah, you know, we just didn't uh execute the way we needed to execute. I thought uh the key point to the game, you know, at 16-14, uh we get the fourth down stop and we have a drive to, you know, get some things going and we don't, we don't sustain that drive, and then they go down and they have a 13-play drive to score a touchdown. And and then right after that, we turn the ball over, and, uh, you know, they get another score right after that. So I think that, you know, that's where things kind of turned turn around for us, and that's where we needed to uh, make a move right there. I thought, we you know, coming out of halftime, getting that score to make it 16-14 was huge. Um, you know, right now we just got to uh, – so it, it's kind of a story on both fronts. We got to sustain drives better on offense and we got to get off the field on defense. I mean, I thought that was the thing that kind of hurt us on on both sides. One of the first things I know I
1: look at and a lot of fans look at is all right Did they ever hang their head? Did they ever throw in the towel? And the answer is a resounding no. Uh, They were battling there until those three plays, uh, the two scores and the turnover you're talking about, happened. So it was a football game until then. Uh, Granted, uh, not not the cleanest one for the Monarchs or the Pirates up until then. But I guess at this stage of the season with a couple of teams going at each other, 106%, you're going to expect those types of things.
2: Yeah, I mean, I thought we played hard. You know, I thought we played really hard. I, I just thought our technique and our fundamentals wasn't where we needed it to be. And that was that was kind of the difference of the game. I mean, you go back and you watch uh I mean, our effort was there the whole time. Guys are running after the ball, guys are trying to finish blocks, guys are, you know, playing really, really hard. It's just uh we Two things we, we weren't playing with great techniques and fundamentals and the other thing is we weren't always doing our job sometimes we were trying to do somebody else's job and um, and, and that can that can really get you in a mess on, on both offense and defense as you try and figure out the whys of all this
1: I mean, it's only week two first time on the road The rain had to be a little bit of a factor for a portion of the contest The opponents different each time and you're learning how to I'm talking about mainly your team Which is a still still a, a pretty young team figuring these things out and there's a process to that isn't there
2: yeah i mean I, I i think once something that happens a lot in all sports but people like to you know find find out the fault i mean he's on a smoking gun all the time and there
1: isn't always a smoking gun east carolina
2: played well i mean they played really well and and uh and we didn't we didn't play our best and that's not going to be a great combination i mean i thought east carolina is a really really good football team i mean the kids the quarterback started for four years He's a great. He's a really good player. Uh, they've got some wideouts who are big and, and made some heck of a plays. It had nothing to do with our DBs. I take that coverage a uh, hundred times out of a hundred, half the time um, on, on, on those guys. I mean, you know, if you look at, you know, on some other ones, we had some coverages that that we didn't. Uh we didn't execute properly. Yeah, those I want to take away. But the ones that where the guys just made made a play. I mean, they're allowed to make plays too. So, I think that that's one thing that we've got to continue to do is we've just got to understand that we've got to just keep battling and know they're going to make some plays. We made some too, um, and, and we've just got to continue to make more. Obviously, um, on offense, we have got to run the ball a little bit better, um, and on defense, we got to get off the fe- we got to tackle better, which will allow us to get off the field on third down. guess, and I think that those are the two, you know, big factors in the game. Everything's correctable
1: and that's heartening and it's it's not like anybody was outclassed or overwhelmed in that situation it's just the execution you're talking about the scheme was there it's just the execution
2: yeah and it was never something that people are doing uh things you know on purpose <laughs> you know I mean and, and guys are in the right spots and and it wasn't uh, anybody you know our missed tackles weren't a, uh a product of you know guys being afraid I mean, they were going in there. In fact, it was probably the other way. They were going there being too aggressive, and, and uh, we need to wrap up and, and drive people to the ground and things like that. And then, you know, on offense, you know, we just – I think a lot of it was guys just being uh, impatient, and, and we got to have a little bit more patience there and, and on some of those plays, and and uh, we will. You know, I mean, it's easy to look at the stats and say, okay, well, you know, Blake didn't have enough carries or this guy didn't – catch well, we didn't sustain enough drives to have enough plays, and that was that was that was a major factor. Now we we are in control of that. You know that's our that's that's what we have to do a better job of, and so we will. And uh, you know I, I I don't think I've been more proud of a team on how they've practiced on Sunday um, and on Tuesday and, and today than, than I have this team and how they responded to uh, uh, to some adversity. Has it always
1: been come right back on Sunday after a Saturday game in in, in your career? Because it's it's right out of the box it's it's kind of weird when you think after the big game you don't get the next day off and then go to work what's the the strategy there does it always been that way where you come in and sort of review on sunday take a deep breath
2: monday and then get back to work no no i've 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 had it both ways uh i much prefer this way um and since I'm the head coach, <laughs> that's what we're going to do. Uh, you know, it puts the other game to bed. It puts the game to bed, win, lose, or draw. That game goes to bed. You also, you're able to get all that soreness out of your body, right, get all that going. Um, I think it also, by practicing on Sunday and allowing um, our guys Monday, allows them to have more time for their academics on Monday. Uh, they can take some uh, you know guys that maybe with the sciences and the maths they can take some of their labs on Monday night um, and, and, and be able to do that and not have to rush from practice to get there or anything like that. so I think that's a major factor um, but it also for game planning for coaches it's nice to be able to put that to bed you know uh, start looking at the new game and then know on Monday you're gonna come in and game plan that whole time and instead of also trying to get ready for a practice and, and those sort of things so you know I, 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 I really prefer. The NFL does it that way. Um, I did it that way when I played, but I have done it the other way. Um, just very bluntly, I hated it. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know. Well, it's
1: almost a chintzy day off you get because if you're getting back late from traveling or something like that, it, it's not like you get the full day of... Physical and emotional
2: rest. No, and you, you're getting treatment, and you're 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 expecting the kids to come in and watch the tape, and then it's like, hey, remember that mistake you made two days ago? All right, <laughs> now I'm going to yell at you for it. But also, just remember, we got to get ready for this game that's coming up. It just it it. I feel like you lose a day that way, you know. And and uh, so I just. This is, this is how I, I prefer to do it. I know some people are the other way. Um, you know, we still start late so guys can, you know, go to church and, and have uh, the mornings uh, breakfast with their families and things like that. So we still do that. Um, but it is certainly something where uh, I would like to um, – this is how we're going to do it as long as I'm the head coach, you know, as long as I get to – It's the, nice by the, being able to make those decisions. You know, I don't get to – you know, like when, I, when I'm home, I don't get to make too many decisions. So when I'm in the office, these are the ones I like to make. So 15 yards rushing,
1: what's, what's the, the, the headline on how that's going to change or how you're trying
2: to change that? Well, I think, you know, I mean, we have an offensive line that's very experienced. Um, have they played their best football over the first two games? No, they haven't. But it's, it, it's a little bit of everything I mean there's been some things where we've missed some runs and some cuts that I thought we could have made that, that would have helped out uh, you know the tight ends are obviously involved in the blocking shoot the wide receivers the quarterbacks are involved in the decision making I think there's uh, you know there's been a little bit of that um, but I, w- I would say that it's everybody you know obviously we've got to make sure that we get to it and, 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 and we run the ball effectively. Um, I feel very confident in in our plan to be able to do that, you know, this week and going forward. And I was really, really excited with how we we did it in practice. And guess what? That's usually what it takes. You know what I mean? You can usually tell. And on on Tuesday, you know, which is always going to be your most physical day, you're in full pads and all those sort of things. You know, our guys came out with a mission. And and we were – it was a physical practice um, on both sides of the ball. I I felt like the defense was really stepping up and and fitting guys up so that they would have great tackles, and I felt like the offense was really fitting guys up in order to move people and, and be able to run the football.
1: One of the things I've noticed is when you watch a replay, if you're watching a game on television and you see a replay, watch the ballet that occurs and all the things that have to happen for success or failure, be it offensively or defensively. It's not A running back with the ball making everything happen it's it's 10 other guys helping make him happen and same with the passing game same with stopping a a team as
2: well you agree with that yeah i mean that's what makes this game so great is that it, it, it takes everybody everybody has to work together and yes are there individual efforts absolutely You know, I mean, those happen. There's going to be a time where one guy on defense just does something remarkable and stops the play, right? There's going to be a time on offense where a guy just escapes everybody. Uh, You see Lamar Jackson do it all the time, right? He just kind of escapes everybody and makes a play, right? And everyone's like, I mean, that was pretty good by that guy. Um, You know, so obviously those Houdini plays are still going to happen, and and we all understand that. But for the most part, I mean, it's it's 11 on 11, and and everybody's got to do their part. You know, there's going to be some routes that are going to be run to – you know, get somebody else open. Um, there's going to be some routes that are going to be, you know, run, have to be running a certain depth. You know, there's the spot dropper needs to be in the right spot. A defensive line needs to hit his gap so that, you know, Jason Henderson can flow off and, and make the play. I mean, there's a lot of different things that go into it. And that's why it's such a great team sport. And that's why I love playing it because the intricacies and in what you're talking about
1: it's the ricky ronnie coaches show we're at wild wing cafe in chesapeake monarchs fall to east carolina 39 21 they're now one and one and we set our sights on the cavaliers of virginia I want to remind you also though Monarchs are going to be home at Cornblow Field at S.B. Ballard Stadium a week from Saturday, and single-game tickets are available for the Arkansas State game and the rest of the schedule. Liberty and Georgia Southern and Marshall and James Madison. Go to ticks.com and get your single-game tickets if your schedule allows. Want to see these Monarchs as they get better and better with each passing week. Coming up here on the Ricky Ronnie Coachy Show, we will talk about practice this week. Practice we will also talk about some national pub for a four-legged friend that's getting a lot Lot of notoriety wearing that hudson blue also we'll hear from victor ericonsi he is the defensive line coach also ethan duane the punter and how about the Sun Belt conference last weekend we'll talk about that and much more it's the ricky ronnie coaches show up and running from wild wing cafe on the odu sports radio network
3: hear that that's the plumpest juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on but we both know what'll make it sound even better Oh, yeah. It's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like.
1: When it comes to your health, the best defense starts with a strong offense. Optima Health provides quality health plans for individuals, families, and businesses of all sizes. With our plans, you also get member discounts, wellness programs, and access to online tools to help you get healthy. Backed by our member services team, our members know we've got them covered. At Optima Health, we support our members on their journey to better health. Visit OptimaHealth.com for costs and coverage details. If you're considering starting or finishing your degree online, ODU Online is ready to work for you. Your success is our priority, and we're ready to help you meet your goals, whether you want to finish your
3: bachelor's degree or graduate with your PhD. Browse over 120 programs and find one that matches your ambitions, and count on our support from before you enroll, through graduation, and beyond. Visit online.odu.edu slash team and get in touch today.
1: That's online.odu.edu slash team.
0: You want the primetime games? We have them. You want the big games? We have them. You want Old Dominion football? We have it. ESPN Radio
1: 94.1. Hand the ball off. No, guns it. And that's Hayden Wolf. Pass. Complete. Jennings. Did he get in? Touchdown, Old Dominion. What a pass.
0: And the yards after catch from Ali Jennings. That RPO. That was, he read. It took a long time on the mesh. But when he pulled it, he had some smoke on that one
1: touchdown pass one of three from hayden wolf to ollie jennings down in greenville last week welcome back to the ricky ronnie coaches show we're live on wednesday nights from seven till eight at wild wing cafe in chesapeake ray and the gang always do a wonderful job here feeding us and keeping us uh, up and running and the cold beverages oh delicioso, here at wild wing cafe coach you went back to work we talked about that a little bit one of the things i like talking to the guys about is something that perhaps 30 years ago the conversation didn't go very long but the skill at being able to learn how to read film and watch film correctly you aren't watching a movie of your highlights you're watching the 10 other guys you're watching yourself when you aren't the focus etc talk a little bit about teaching these guys how to watch film
2: yeah i mean each position's got to watch something different you know what I mean? I mean, we make uh, cut ups for the guys on each individual player that they're going to play. You know, some kind of point of contact plays that they can kind of, uh, point of attack plays that they can kind of watch and, and see what the, you know, the, the guy's go to moves are, maybe as a pass rusher, as a, a wide receiver, as a corner, or, or what have you. Um, you know, if you're if also, if you know, if you're watching it as a running back, you need to, you know, see how how they fit certain runs, but also you need to see, you know, what are the tells for their blitzes so you can pick things up. Quarterback, obviously, you're trying to look at coverages and, and, and what are the little tells I can see on that. Um, you know, D-line, you're looking at, hey, is this offensive lineman maybe a little light on his hand when he pulls or is he, does he stare down where he's going or, or those sort of things, and, and that can really help you out. Because every little thing, you know, the, the old saying, knowledge is power is, is true, but the last part of that that people don't talk about is knowledge is power if you use it. you know, and, and so you have to use that power and you have to know how to utilize it all the time. How difficult a task is it? to become good at watching film? Yeah, I think it's hard. I think it's hard even for coaches. You know, I I think one thing in coaching staffs that we do sometimes is we get so much information, but... Ultimately, it's about what type of information you can digest and able to get it to the, you know, and, and, and be able to use it again. But then there's the information of what are you going to give to the players and make sure that you're giving them stuff that they can digest, you know, because ultimately it's about what they can use and what they're going to know. And, and not, you know, so you can, when I was a young coach, I remember I'd give them a million different points. Ah, oh, when this guy does this and this. And, you know, at the end, you're, lo- their eyes are going everywhere. You know, you have to focus their eyes and give them points that they can look at uh, so that they can respond and play quickly. When you watch a game live on
1: television, what do you watch? What do you look for as a head coach of a Monarch football team? Because it's got to be totally different for you. It's got to be different for every one of your staff. It's
2: got to be different for every one of your players, and it's different for all of us fans.
1: What, what are you looking for?
2: Depends who I'm watching. You know, if I'm watching somebody that I know their offense and I know their defense, um, especially if I've coached with them before, you know, I'm looking for, I think, i'm looking for certain plays i know what's coming next i know you know oh man i can't believe that kid missed that read or you know that sort of thing or hey great play call there that would or hey that's a little different a little wrinkled to what they usually do there uh if it's an opponent i'm just kind of watching it um you know maybe to see how a hey, head coach goes for it on more fourth downs or you know when they maybe are going to run it on third down and seven when they're in the plus territory as opposed to um whatever just get the flow of the game and then if i don't have any affiliation to it i, I watch it like you do it's I mean, I watch it because it's a great sport, and I love to you know, watch superior athletes go out there and compete at the highest level and try to retrieve their dreams. I mean, you know, just like anybody would. One thing that's, that's wonderful about my position here is that I get to come up with questions for
1: coach that just me as a fan want answered. All right, so it's it's Denver and Seattle. It's fourth and sixth. The, you've got Russell Wilson, who's gotten the ball to where head coach in his first uh, game, Nathaniel Hackett, wanted to get to to try a 64-yard field goal. Do you try for the field goal and go for the win right there? Or do you allow
2: Russell Wilson to go for it on fourth and sixth? Well, I mean, I can sit here and act like, I mean, I did it last year against Marshall, right? I should have ran one more play that would have given us a closer field goal, and then we would have won the game, right? But um, so I, 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 can, I can sit here and act like he made this terrible decision, or I can be real with myself and know that I, I, I made the same mistake as a first-time head coach. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that, you know, I think obviously looking back on it, he wishes that uh, it would have gone a certain way. I think that if you go back and you watch the actual game and, you you know, those sort of things, you know, Denver made a ton of mistakes. Oh, it had nothing to do with that call. Well, it did, though, because it made him not trust what was going to happen. Okay. Right. And, and, and he, and he thought to himself, only something bad can happen. And I guess that's where the one and O mentality comes in too. right? You got to put those things aside and know that you still have a hall of fame quarterback. Who's going to be smart with the football and do something right. You know what I mean? And I think that's the, that's the thing that, you know, he, he, he's, he's kicking himself cause he wishes he would have made it. Now on the flip side of that, he also has the greatest long distance kicker of all time. He had the distance. I mean, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's the bottom line no one wants to talk about now. He's also kicking it in Seattle where it's a little bit harder to kick there. You know, I mean, uh, you know, so there's it's not kicking it in Denver, right, where it's a little bit easier. So there's some things that there's some things that I'm sure he'll go back and he'll look at and realize that, you know, he probably made a mistake. But I'm not what I would I would be completely uh, hypocritical if I didn't say that I made the same mistake in the exact same situation. The difference
1: is. Russell Wilson is a $250 million investment for the
2: Broncos that you brought for that type of situation. Yeah, you did. You did. Um, and, 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 you know, he probably – and that's probably what he's kicking himself about. And I'm sure um, the people who paid that $250 million uh, probably came down and, and, made, and made a comment or a seven. Um, yeah, but... Ul- or seven. <laughs> but ultimately, you're, 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 you're sitting there and you, you think to yourself, what is the best way to give my guys a chance to win? And that's what he thought he was doing. And, and again, um, now, the hard part for a head coach is when you get into a similar situation again, do you automatically just make the other choice because you made this one or do you still look at it objectively and say okay what is the best way for me to win this particular game and that's the really hard part because maybe in the next one you know maybe it's maybe it's snowing maybe it's this maybe it's that I mean so there's all sorts of things I mean there's all sorts of things at the end of games that I I I always you think as a head coach you'd make a different decision but maybe you don't know what's going on in that team you know I mean like you know, so there, there's there's you never know. You know, I know that a lot of people are pointing to the end of the. Uh, um, I know there was a tie in one of the games, right? And, and with the Texans, the Texans and you the know, Colts, where, I believe. Yeah, so could they have gone for it on fourth down and try to try to go win that game at the end of that game? You know, so there's a lot of different things that are going on there.
1: Well, the thing is, it's if the if the kick is a, a yard to the right, it's good. He wins it. He's a gunslinger in his first game, and he gets the W. And he blah 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 blah. He he's the guy in in New York. Who went for two and got the two and, and won the game in his very first uh, day. Bold, I believe is his name, right. uh, with the Giants. Right, but and, Sa- that, that, and Saquon
2: and Saquon got hit at the two-yard line. Exactly. I mean, like, and, and and no one, no one has more respect for Brian Daybold than I do. That guy is a really good football coach, and, and I, I I I I was blessed with the opportunity to sit with him for one afternoon and talk ball with him, and it was it was it was awesome. Um, but, I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, Saquon bounced off a guy. If he doesn't, now he looks like an idiot, right? Yep. I, mean, I mean, so it's, it's one of those things that I think that, it, you know, it, you've got to make the decision based on all the information you have and then just know that the results are the results. It doesn't mean it was a good or a bad decision. Now, some of them aren't. Like, I'll give you an example. I should not have called a timeout at the end of the first half. Um, I was trying to give us this, like an, another opportunity to go down and score, but ultimately I put our defense in a position. Hey, just because we didn't give up any points on that drive doesn't mean that that was now somehow a good decision by mm-hmm. me. It was still a poor decision. I mean, you've got to go with what actually happened in, instead of what uh, the results. How important is it to have maybe not these specific discussions
1: in your locker room with your team, but philosophically your guys know what, they could probably predict how you're going to go sometimes because they've been there all the time and they understand what you're trying to do, not only that play but other plays. Is, 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 does that help at all when everybody sort of knows what's going on culturally when it comes to those types of decisions?
2: Or I mean, there's some things that I think are cultural and there's other things we're going to make decisions. I mean, we don't talk about necessarily going for it on fourth down or doing this or doing that. Um, but what we do talk about, and I'll freely admit when I make a mistake, I, I, I'll do it every single time. Um, because I ask our players to do the same thing. So why shouldn't I? Just because, I, just because I'm quote-unquote in charge? I mean, and that's even more of a reason for me to admit when I make a mistake. You know, because, I mean, I'm setting the tone. I'm setting the culture. Um, and for me to act like I'm going to be perfect, yeah, I want to be. Yeah, of course, that's my goal. Uh, I hope that that's our players' goals and all that sort of stuff. But we're not going to. Um, but we, So we need to learn from our mistakes. And the first part of learning from our mistakes is admitting when you made one. You know, so uh, I think that that's one of the key points key thing is that then the investigation is over.
1: If someone admits they made a mistake, then you don't have to go and do all the questioning and all the uh, other, other work that needs to be done. This is in life, too. But if someone admits to their mistake, then you can work on
2: repairing it and getting better and not making the same thing twice. I think one of the other key things that people forget is sometimes there's not a right and a wrong answer. Right. Sometimes, sometimes it's literally, uh, you know, it's, it's six half dozen the other, and so it's about making the decision that you feel bo- best with and comfortable with, and, and going with it, and, and 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 firing off and believing 100% after you do that. So I think that you know it's it's a number of different things. I, you know, at being a head coach, that's one of the things you got to do, right? I mean, you got to make those decisions. You got to and 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 all first-time head coaches say they're ready for that, and all first-time head coaches make mistakes. I mean, all eighth year head coaches make mistakes i mean it's just the way that that's the way the thing works i mean um you don't want to all i mean listen you know tom brady throws interceptions you know what i mean i mean it, it <gasps> happens yeah i mean he, he read the defense incorrectly i mean those things are going to happen even when you're an elite you know player who, who has all that experience you still on occasion make mistakes sometimes those mistakes are more glaring when you're on the road and i
1: wonder your thought on playing in front of the 30 6,853 at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium in Greenville. Seemed like the guys weren't flapped much. They they seemed to keep their wits about them and didn't seem to be affected and perhaps were even inspired.
2: No, we had the one issue in the first drive of the game that was obviously unfortunate because, you know, we started off with a completion and, and, uh, you know, we were going to a different play, and the play we were going to, I feel like, would have had a pretty good chance of success. Um, But we, you know, those things happen. I mean, those things happened. That, that wasn't because of the crowd noise. That was because we, we just, again, made a mistake. And it's a mistake that that, that particular kid will never make again. And I, I can pretty much assure you of that, you know. So, um, you know, and, and he, guess what, that same kid came back and battled back and did some really, really good things in that game, which I think is a, a testament to, you know, his toughness and, and those sort of things. So, you know, I mean, I, 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 other than that, I thought that we handled the crowd noise well and handled the crowd well. Um, we've got to make sure that we keep things about us, right? To keep things uh, internal. I talk to our team a lot about that. Let's, let's make sure. It's great to have the fans. It's great to have all these sort of things. It's great for your family to be there and for to get notoriety uh, nationally and all those sort of things. But your motivation needs to be internal. It needs to be an internal passion for success, an internal standard of what you want to accomplish. And when you have that, that's sustainable. When you don't do that, you know, the external stuff, it's kind of, sometimes it's hard to sustain because all of a sudden it goes away, and then now what? You know, so I think that that's the one thing that I really want us to focus on is, is make things about us and our job and doing what we need to do to be successful. It's the Ricky
1: Ronnie Coaches Show. We do it Wednesday nights, 7 till 8, here on the ODU Sports Radio Network. Wherever you may be tonight, glad to have you tuned in. Lots of folks here at Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. That's our host location for the Coaches Show. And we, coming up on this very program, we'll have a look at the next big test for Old Dominion. The Monarchs travel to Charlottesville to take on the Virginia Cavaliers. That's coming up in our Lexus look ahead. But up next, we will hear from head uh, defensive line coach head of the defensive line, if you will. Victor Ira Cansi. That's coming up next, right here on the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show on the ODU Sports Radio Network.
0: At Chartway, we know that it's important to support and give back, bring hope, and do good every day. We do this by raising over $14 million to help children facing medical hardship by awarding $25,000 annually to Old Dominion's Athletic Scholarship Fund and providing nearly $380,000 in awards to other Chartway student members. At Chartway, our people-first mindset is about doing what's right and what's kind, unlocking potential to help everyone thrive. Chartway, the official credit
3: union of ODU Athletics. Knockoffs, copycats, imitators, they all share one thing in common. They always pale in comparison next to the true original. Just like the stylish and versatile Lexus Rx, the crossover that paved the way for others. And it's still the best for one simple reason. Nothing else is as good as the original. See Priority Lexus of Newport News in Virginia Beach.
0: Highval Industries has been proudly serving the military and commercial customers in the Hampton Roads area for over 35 years. Highval specializes in the hydraulic and mechanical repairs on all military and commercial marine vessels. The company's ability to perform efficient,
1: high-quality workmanship and interact as a valuable team player has earned the respect and confidence of its prime
0: contractors, partners, and commercial customers. That's why highval val and the Monarchs are a winning combination. Come join HighVal in supporting all of your ODU teams. Look them up at www.hival.com
3: your home
0: for college football hop on the train hampton roads old dominion football espn radio 94.1 aylers
1: rolls to the near side still pressured spun around stays on his feet and down he goes again oh my jason henderson cleaned up the mess and another big time high valve jacked up sack from the monarch D. The Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show comes to you every Wednesday night during the football season, 7 until 8. We're live at Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. And one of the features of the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show is an opportunity to meet some of the staffers. And we're pleased to be joined by defensive line coach Victor Ira Kansi. Coach, good to see
4: you. Yep, good to be here. Appreciate you having me on there. Second year. What's different about year number two from your standpoint? Uh, year number two, I think, is just having all the guys back for the most part. You know they've kind of been through the drill work. Obviously, they know the defense. So now it's not necessarily about you know what we're doing, what we're doing, but how we're doing it. Okay, just trying to uh, get the finer details down and making sure guys are executing, playing fast and physical. From what you've seen on the tape in the first couple of games, how are your guys doing? I think the guys are really out there playing hard, and that's our standard. You know, we're going to play with great effort. Uh, we're going to fly around. And I think just anywhere in the country, first two games, you're going to see some of the details on there that you need to get fixed or, or that you want to tighten up. So, you know, I think the guys are gonna, going to work on that, but the effort has been really good, and so that's, that's what we've been really proud of.
1: How do you make sure they learn from mistakes and get better and don't gloat about something that happened well and get worse?
4: Well, that's just our standard. We value practice. We value getting better. We value going one and zero. So every day we come out here, go one and zero, regardless of results. So that's just what we do here. Okay, so that's what we do. Talking
1: with Victor Ira Canse, the defensive line coach here in the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. Coach, here from Pflugerville, Texas. Tobias is from there. You guys swapping stories about
4: Flugerville? Yeah, so I'm a, little, I'm a little older than Tobias, but uh, I, you know, kind of we went to the same high school, and uh, uh, definitely a guy that you always heard about. You know, he was always he's always been a dude. And, uh, you know, for whatever reason, he got overlooked in the recruitment process, but obviously went uh, Division II, had a great career there, and now he's here with us. So when the opportunity came for him to be here, I mean, it was a no-brainer. I mean, no-brainer as far as my references when it came to him were just 100% he's a dude.
1: Little Birdie told me that one of the famous things about Pflugerville is that they shot Friday Night Lights there. Do you remember that era?
4: Yeah, that's a TV show. I, I, some people don't know about the movie, but the, the TV show was, was shot over there at Pflugerville High School. Uh, you know, growing up in Texas, you, you kind of more so lean on the movie as, as being the big deal. But I know the TV show is really good, and and, got, and people love it. So
1: <laughs> When... You think about that part of Texas, we're going to be going there soon with Texas State. You used to work at Texas State in San Marcos. What can you tell us about San Marcos comfortably nestled between Austin and San Antonio?
4: Yeah it's, yeah, it's a cool place, especially growing up there. A lot of uh, people uh, that I went to school with went to Texas State. So, when I, like you said, when I worked there, it was an interesting experience, kind of being down there uh, with, you know, being close to home and things like that. So, it's a, it's a, it's a cool place. I know they're out there working hard, practicing hard, you know, just like us. So, you know, uh, whenever we do get a chance to go down there, we're looking forward to it.
1: What is it about coaching that gets you going? What do you love about it?
4: Just the opportunity to impact the lives of these young men, especially having been a student athlete, you know, at Division One level, you know what they're going through, you know how important this part of their lives are, and you want to give them an elite student athlete experience, you know, that's point blank. Period. You want them to have them, you want them to have an elite experience on the field and off the field. So when they look back on this time in their lives, they don't, you know, they feel like, hey, I got the most out of that, and uh, hopefully, you know, Coach Vic helped me on, along the way.
1: I'm sure it also is helpful that you've been in their shoes. When you look back at your college experience, what do you remember? What are the things that stand out for you that perhaps you can make sure that they remember about their their own experience?
4: The things that stand out for sure would be like the discipline, the toughness, and the work ethic that it takes to you know win and achieve at a high level. You know, I was fortunate enough. You know, you never know when you sign somewhere. You know how it's going to go. But I was fortunate enough to play somewhere we won. Quite a bit of games, and it was you know it was it was hard work and discipline and, and a lot of toughness involved in that. And it's the same thing, you know. Being here is one of the first things I noticed is that we're we're going to do things the same way here. Go one and like Coach Ronnie talks about, and uh, you know it's the same deal. So I love the structure of this program, and it, re- it reminds me of kind of kind of how my college career went as far as the accountability, the structure, the discipline, the toughness. It's it's, it's really good.
1: Coach Vic. Saturday, a huge test against the University of Virginia. What will your guys be up against?
4: Well, we're going to be up against a well-coached group, a group that's going to come out. They're, at, you know, obviously at home. Uh, they're going to be fired up to play. Uh, you know, they're, they're talented. They got guys playing uh, different positions, and uh, you know, so it's going to be a challenge. But every every week's a challenge, and that's the fun thing about our schedule. Our our guys know, hey, every week's a challenge, and and we got to come out here and practice hard, and that's the only way that we're going to have an opportunity to perform the way we want to on Saturdays.
1: Defensive line coach, Victor Iwakansi, appreciate the time here today, and good luck this week.
4: Absolutely, thank you.
1: Coach Vic, joining us on the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. Your thoughts on what he brings to your team?
2: You know, he, he he's a tremendous coach. Uh, he does a great job with uh, getting the guys to work hard and do those sort of things, but he also... Um, does a tremendous job of fo- focusing on the techniques and fundamentals and getting the guys to do that. I mean, we've had some young guys uh, had some major roles while he's been here, and, and he's a young guy himself, um, and, and, you know, he, he, does, he does a great job. He's very focused, uh, very disciplined, um, terrific recruiter, and, uh, you know, he's a, he's a star in the making, really uh, excited about his future.
1: When you're thinking about putting together a staff, and granted this is your first staff, You don't want everybody to think like you do you don't want every people need to be sort of on the same page ish but you need some different type of voices too don't you how hard is that to come together with that stew
2: you know people always say that it's so funny i don't really think about necessarily their personalities and all that sort of stuff because you're dealing with their they're dealing with their players mainly you know what I mean? So it's more about I just want everyone to be themselves, and I want everyone to be diligent and and organized and, um, you know, focused. Um, and, but I want them to have a passion for the game of football, but I want them to be themselves. They don't all have to show that the same way, right? You know, and I think that that's really the, the important part. I think when you – or around our staff for more than an hour, you can see that everybody is just themselves. And, uh, you know, no one's trying to be, you know, somebody else. No one's trying to be, you know, the version of themselves that Coach Ronnie wants. They're just being themselves. And, and if they weren't, then I wouldn't have hired them, you know. I mean, I, I mean that's, that's the bottom line. I, and I think that it's the same thing that I want from our players, too. I just want the best version of themselves, but I do want them to be themselves.
1: Friday Night Lights, did that affect your life in any way, shape, or form?
2: <laughs> well, well one of the coaches that's in the book okay, uh, was uh, a coach. He, he was our, he was my offensive coordinator when I was a junior. Um, so it affected, I guess, a little bit. I liked the movie. I liked the book more, um, like probably most books on this on God's Green Earth. Um, but uh, I did like the movie. I, I never watched the television show. I, You know, that was, you yeah, know, that's not going to happen. But uh, I, I watched the movie. It was, it, it was good. You know, I mean, you know, I, my favorite football movie is The Program.
1: Ah, The yeah, Program. So,
2: so that was right around my. That was right around college, you know. And, and, and uh, I probably had way too much Joe Kane in me uh, <laughs> back then. I was I was I was a little bit. Uh, I was probably a little wilder than I am now. So uh, he was he he probably was a little bit. Uh, he probably spoke to me a little bit more than uh, my parents or or uh, coaches probably wish that he did, but. Um, You know, I, I liked that movie. I thought it showed the good and the bad. I obviously, it was dramatic and things like that. But I did think it showed the good and the bad of college football. And I, showed, I think it showed that, you know, there's a lot of expectations on some of these people. And, and, that you know, what I think we're all learning is, and you see in that movie, is, you know, that can be hard on some people, right? That can be very uh, mentally draining on some of these kids. And, 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 you know, I think that sometimes fans, you know, think that it's uh, – their god-given right to be able to just rip on these kids you know and 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 you know i would adamantly disagree with that <laughs> you know and and uh so i i think that that movie though I, in overall i thought it I i just i liked it i thought it was pretty awesome Well, even one of the things about
1: Friday Night Lights was the fact that, all right, you know, you've got the the quarterback and the cheerleader or whatever, and kids being kids, but then feeling the weight of of maybe a a funky home life and those types of things. And and those types of things are so difficult not to keep from getting onto the field and how you're performing uh, as a player wanting to do your best at whatever level.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, one thing you see on both, uh, you know, in a lot of football movies is the opportunity for a, uh, a kid to better his life and maybe his version of bettering his life is different from the people around him what they think is him bettering his life um, and I think that you see that all the time when we go through recruiting you know I mean uh, parents may have a different uh, life path for their kids than the kid has for himself and 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 it's an interesting thing sometimes recruiting and getting to the heart of the kid and saying like all right what do you want you know not not mom and dad what do you want now okay mom and dad how can we get what everybody wants at at the place that you're at, right at Old Dominion, how can you get that? So I think that that's I think that's the really uh, important part and the really cool part about getting to know people. Ricky Ronnie
1: coaches show. Coming up this Saturday, Monarchs take on the Virginia Cavaliers. Our Lexus Look Ahead is coming up, but I want to remind you that this contest on the road at Scott Stadium is presented by Venture Tours. Venture Tours, the exclusive motor coach carrier of ODU Athletics for over 20 years. Would you like to be a part of the Venture team? How about a team driver? Venture Tours is hiring full and part-time positions. Learn more at VentureBusTours.com or call 757-494-1480. And don't forget, Venture has a fan bus going to Scott Stadium on Saturday, up and back the same day. You go up there, you watch the Monarchs take care of business against the Cavs. You come on back. If you're interested in joining the fun and being part of the excitement, go to VentureBusTours.com. Still to come tonight, we will hear from Ethan Dwayne. It's 20 minutes before 8 here in the Eastern Time Zone of the good old U.S. of A. Down in Melbourne, it's 20 minutes before 10 tomorrow. Wow. We'll hear from the Aussie as we continue live from Wild Wing Cafe here on the ODU Sports Radio Network.
3: Hey, Monarch fans. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group is a proud sponsor of ODU Athletics. We've made it our mission to lend peace of mind. We know that every borrower is unique, and we're dedicated to putting you first at every step of the loan process to help you reach your home-buying dreams from one home team to another. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, LLC, NMLS 72043 is an equal opportunity lender located at 600 Lynn Haven Parkway, Suite 100, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23452. It's no longer about answering the most emails or pulling the most all-nighters. It's about prioritizing what's most important. Hey, Lexus, give me directions to Eagle's Peak Hiking Trail calculating route. That's why the Lexus NX has an interface engineered to understand you and an available 14-inch touchscreen that's simpler and more intuitive. The Lexus NX. See Priority Lexus Newport News and Priority Lexus Virginia Beach. Availability and accuracy of navigation system depends on many factors. Data charges may apply. Domestic
0: Fuels & Lubes is dedicated to providing their customers with the highest quality products along with fast and courteous service. They have grown over the last 35 years to be the largest locally owned and operated petroleum distributor in Southeast Virginia and Northeast North Carolina. Whether you require motor roads or lubricants for your business, pumps and tanks for your construction projects, gasoline or diesel for your fleet, serving the maritime industry or heating well for your home, you can take comfort in knowing that they are there. Visit DomesticFuelsAndLubes.com or call 757 545 100 to get in the game with domestic your exclusive radio home for the college football playoffs and championship espn radio 94.1 fake the handoff pump once gun
1: at far side pass caught touchdown old dominion wide open spaces for ali jennings his second touchdown of the night It's the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. We do it Wednesdays during the football season at Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. I'm Ted Alexander. We now turn our attention to one of the student athletes representing the Monarchs this year. None other than the punter from down under, number 95, Ethan Dwayne. Ethan, good to see you again.
5: Appreciate it. Good to see you too.
1: How different is it being back this year than when you had to blaze the trail a year ago?
5: Oh, it's a completely different vibe to last year. Um... As we know, I had some ups and downs last year. It was definitely a different situation to be in, and as much as I enjoyed it, I came out in the off season had some things to work on. But spent some time during the off season in this camp, getting everything sorted and where I wanted it to be so i 'm very excited to get on the field again and show them what I got
1: i don 't think people understand what it takes to leave home and go around the world and start a project that would be difficult if it was just down the street. You're from Australia. You came here a year ago.
5: What got easier for you? Oh, that's a, that's a great question. Um, honestly, every, every aspect of life over here has gotten easier with the time and getting used to the flow of things, like simple stuff that people don't think about when they're away from home, like paying bills on time. Little things like your phone bill, paying the Wi Fi bill, your car insurance, stuff that you depend on people for, but when you're alone you have to maintain and pay on time. Um, but getting into a routine doing that and just managing my schoolwork, my social life and football has all just kinda clicked and I found a flow with that. It's very it's very challenging, but once you get it 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 definitely makes life a lot easier.
1: And I would think it would make you a better football player.
5: Absolutely. It's given me a lot of time to focus and reach a sort of peace of mind where I can lock in and analyze myself and what I need to do for the upcoming season.
1: For those that have never gone on an adventure like you have, what was the hardest thing? What was the hardest time for you?
5: Honestly the hardest time for me was probably midway through last season coming into the stadiums and seeing it filled out and there's this there's this longing feeling of having your family there and hoping that they can see it and I know my family have supported me since day one and um, always watch my games and which I love but it's a different vibe having them there and thankfully they'll be here for the Liberty to Arkansas State game which will be a different change for me coming in and seeing their faces. Will you be a different type of nervous? Honestly I'll have to wait and see I haven't felt any nerves yet I think I got rid of them all last year but we'll just see when we get there. When, do you watch NFL games? Absolutely, I do. What's your favorite team? I'm a big Kansas City fan.
1: Kansas City fan. And the punting, the special teams for KC is one of the reasons they're successful. Who's
5: your favorite punter in the league? Oh, In the league? I'd have to say he's, he's pretty new and he's just got there. But Blake Gilligan from Penn State, I heard about him at Penn State and watched a little bit, and I saw him on Instagram today launch a a ball that went from uh, 12 to the 12, whole length of the field. And honestly, that's something I want to do, aspire to do. So he's my favorite right now.
1: Which is a more difficult kick to execute consistently, the straight on one or the rollout one?
5: Um, I'd, say, I'd say the rollout. There's a lot of factors going into it. The the snap, your timing, your feet, and where we're aiming on the field. That's very, that's very, I've gotten more consistent at it, but it's, it's a hit and miss.
1: This is the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show, Ted Alexander, talking with punter number 95, Ethan Dwayne. For a fan, it seems that when you see the ball go up and spiral and turn over, that seems to be the perfect connection.
5: Is that the truth? Or not? More or less. less. Sometimes the balls that they turn over but they're kind of wobbly, that's the perfect ball for a punter because that's what's hard to catch for a returner. They can't really track it that well, and sometimes it hits an arm, a pad, an elbow, and bounces out. But those perfect spirals, they're just beautiful to see anyway.
1: Have you ever tried to catch
5: a punt? Yes, sir, I have. I've tried to catch a few punts, kickoffs, field goals if they go short. I've tried it all. I like to get involved and show that I'm still an athlete, not just a punter. Does that that kind of, as a guy that did some
1: kicking and did some soccer as a kid, it always kind of chafed me when people said the kickers weren't the athletes and stuff. You're winning games and turning games around, I would think. Uh, What's your thought on that?
5: Oh, there's definitely a stigma behind a specialist being non athletes, but walking into this team a couple of years ago and the family bond we have and the work that we've put in and where we've come from, we've kind of worked out that our specialist group isn't really like any other specialist group. When we're on the field and when we're practicing, working out, doing our conditioning, no one really recognizes that we're specialists. We're all kind of athletes doing the same thing, grinding the same way.
1: How many hours different is it in melbourne than here in norfolk if it's
5: noon in norfolk what time is it tomorrow in melbourne mm, i know it's a 14 hour difference so it'll be like two o'clock in the morning yeah, it'll be 2 a.m so I'll, I'll get to talk to them in a couple of hours when it hits like 7 or 8 a.m ethan duane what will you be thinking before you run out of that tunnel
1: what's going to go through your mind as a second year monarch
5: oh that's a good question honestly just to have fun that's the biggest thing for me this year. I know what I need to do, I'm confident. I just want to have some fun and enjoy kicking it.
1: We enjoy watching you do it. Get out there and have some fun. Thanks for the time. Appreciate it, thank you very much. Ethan Duane, number 95, the punter from Australia. And it made me think as I'm watching you listen to that, Coach Ricky Ronnie, That's when you recruit these guys from here, there, and everywhere, you kind of become their surrogate mom and dad. And when they're from far, far away, it's got to provide different types of challenges.
2: Yeah, especially COVID. You know, yeah. I mean, he couldn't go home. You know, they wouldn't let him, and uh, that that was that was tough. That was tough. And obviously, you know, we were able to get him home a little bit when, and 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 uh, let him leave a little bit early and do some things and got him home, which was great. Um, Hayden Wolf and his family have been unbelievable with Ethan and and uh, really taking him in. Um, but, yeah, it's something you just don't think about sometimes all the time. You know, we got a couple guys like that. I mean, I saw something the other day. I think the uh, um, foreign-born players, we were, like, what, second in the country or something yes. like that?
1: yep, right behind Temple.
2: Yeah, so, uh, you know, it's, it's funny. Uh, you know, I never really thought about it. And, and uh, you know, Ethan's a great guy to be around. You know, he, he is different. Um, he's played, you know, other sports and done those sort of things. And, and uh, you know, he approaches the game the right way and uh and I I I love watching him you know play and work at his craft well worth your rooting for number 95 Ethan Dwayne who uh, had a great
1: first week uh, and the average much improved over a year ago. Time now for our Lexus look ahead, brought to you by your local Lexus dealer and invite you to test drive a luxurious Lexus today. Lexus experience, amazing. Old Dominion at Virginia. For just the second time, Monarchs blew a lead and lost to the Cavaliers a couple of years ago. First thoughts when you think about
2: this new look Cavalier team and their new head coach, Tony Elliott. I've only got to meet uh, Coach Elliott a couple times, and uh, obviously, he's a great football coach and a very good man. Uh, so, you know, I've, I know he's uh, trying to build his culture and what he wants out of that team. So, you know, and, and, and I know that can take some time, having been through it myself and, and still going through it. I mean, you're always trying to build your culture. So, you know, they got a great quarterback. I mean, uh, that kid's a, a great player, um, incredible athlete. You know, played a lot of football for him. He's got a cannon. Uh, you know he can really run around he can buy time but he can also make plays with his feet and then those are the receiving core that he has is can make some plays you know and and uh you know and then defensively they're playing you know improved football uh they're they believe in what they're doing right now and uh you know so they're playing that's a confident group right there
1: is this something that should monarch fans still be in awe over getting on the same field with people like virginia virginia tech east carolina and the like or you know they put their pants on the same way and we compete with them and we can compete with them should we get over that do we need to
2: get over that hump yeah I mean our players aren't in awe of it I mean our coaches aren't in awe of it I mean you know we work just as hard as they do and uh, you know I think that this is a great part about our schedules we get a lot of opportunities to prove that and you know I know we're excited about the opportunity to go up there and play it play in that environment and um, you know we're excited to get on that field and and go out there and, and, and prove you know, how hard we've been working and, and what type of players and, and coaches we are. And I think it's going to be a heck of an opportunity for us, and, and I know that uh, I know it's going to be a great battle. What do you think you'll need to do to get out of there successfully? Well, I think we've got to improve on those things that we talked about. We've got to improve on our tackling, and we have to break more tackles. I think those two things are going to be critical. It'll allow us to run the ball more. It'll allow us to... Um, know extend some drives and allow us to stop more drives and end more drives on defense if we do those those things you know so we've got to make some more plays on special teams uh special teams are our identity and we've got to make sure that we're out there and 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 we're we're sticking to that and we're playing fast and and physical Uh, so that that's certainly one of them and then you know obviously we've seen turnover margin and how that can affect games all right and we've got to make sure that we're taking the ball away and we're protecting it and uh you know these first two weeks have been a prime example of that our Lexus Look Ahead. Monarchs and the Cavaliers
1: from Scott Stadium on Saturday. Our coverage will begin with the Toyota pregame show at 1 o'clock. Then ODU and UVA from Charlottesville at 2 o'clock. Coming up from the Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake, our remaining moments with head coach Ricky Ronnie. will talk about what a weekend it was for the Sun Belt. How about the SBC? We'll talk about that when we continue next on the ODU Sports Radio Network.
3: Hey, what you playing there? The lottery. On your phone? Yep. It's the Virginia Lottery mobile app. You can win money? Mm Mm-hmm, you bet. Right at your fingertips. See? Wow, looks fun. You can play instant games with progressive jackpots and draw games like Pick 3 and Powerball.
0: Right on your phone. Uh, that's pretty awesome.
3: Yeah, you can even scan your tickets to see if you're a winner instantly. And your mobile winnings are deposited right into your lottery account. Now that's... Awesome, I know. The Virginia Lottery mobile app. With more ways to play, the more ways you can win. Download it now rain on big blue
0: and rain on checkered flag as a proud sponsor of all things monarch sports checkered flag is bringing its a-game by offering amazing new and pre-owned vehicles that are haggle free commission free and come with a three-day money-back guarantee with over 17 brands to choose from and a new location on the peninsula odu fans know they can find the perfect vehicle to show off at the next tailgate it's a match made in heaven odu where winners play and checkered flag where winners buy (laughs)
3: no! <laughs> fans. If your game plan for this season includes buying or selling a home, we have you covered. Howard Hanna is an official real estate partner of Old Dominion Athletics. Howard Hanna is the number one family owned and operated real estate company in the United States with 20 offices and over 700 sales associates and employees locally. Howard Hanna delivers a winning strategy to help make your home ownership dreams a reality. Make your next move with confidence with our exclusive 100% money back guarantee. Get in the game with Howard Hanna. We'll get you more
0: for all your football needs keep the dial right where it is now espn radio
1: 94.1 wolf back to throw see if they can keep the pirates off their quarterback he steps in front of the rush goes far side has a man pass is gonna be caught touchdown old dominion hayden wolf goes to the far side and for the third time tonight he's found ollie jennings for six it is the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show from Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. A couple of minutes left here, Coach, but what a weekend for the Sun Belt Conference! Not only should we all feel proud about that, but we'll all have to buckle our chin straps a little harder because this schedule's tough stuff.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it it proved, uh, you know, the last two weeks really. I mean, have proven uh, Commissioner Gill correct and 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 building this kind of conference the right this way is is what's going to, you know build a sustainable conference, right? I mean, I think these these are the type of things, you know, with the college football playoff expanding and things like that, this is what is going to give our entire conference uh, the opportunity to to go make some national noise.
1: I think a lot of people nationally were perhaps surprised, but I don't think you were quite as surprised as many people because you know these programs that are pretty darn good and able to go into funky environments and perform.
2: Yeah, I don't think the people they were playing were surprised either. I think their fans probably were. You know, but I don't think the people they were actually playing were surprised. And, um, you know, I mean, the, I think the difficult thing going forward, it's probably great that uh, as a Sunbelt Conference we have some of our schedules planned out for the next year because, you know, next you know five, six, seven, sometimes upwards of ten years. Because I think in a, pretty soon it's going to be hard to get games. You know, I mean, it, it's going to be hard for us to get some games because some people aren't going to want to play some uh, of you know, the teams in our conference. And, and uh, you know, and that's going to be – that's a testament to the type of programs that this conference is building. Coach, best of luck in
1: Charlottesville this Saturday. We look forward to the Monarch game against the Cavaliers.
2: Yeah, I appreciate it. I know our team's excited. We've Had a great week of practice, um, you know, and it's 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 been awesome to be able to watch these guys respond each and every day and uh, be ready for this game. Looking forward to a day game for once, so that's that's going to be critical for us too.
1: Two o'clock kickoff. Don't forget our coverage begins live from Scott Stadium at one o'clock with the Toyota pregame show. Two o'clock kickoff, Old Dominion and the University of Virginia. We hope that you will be there. If you can't be there, join us right here on the ODU Sports Radio Network. But if you want to make that last-second decision, go to VentureBusTours.com, jump on that fan bus. It should be an epic day. But until then, for the coach, Ricky Ronnie, and for the gang from Max Media, Al and Derek, this is Ted Alexander. Good night from Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake, and the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show right here on the ODU Sports Radio Network.
0: You've been listening to the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. Special thanks to all our 12th Monarch fans for supporting tonight's show. We'd also like to thank our host location, Wild Wing Cafe, serving up hot wings, cold beer, and good times. Tonight's Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show was brought to you by Team Monarch Partners. Pepsi, the official soft drink of ODU Athletics. Pepsi, that's what I like. Cox Business. Cox Business Cloud Solutions offers a suite of cloud services to help you get the most out of your IT environment. Learn more at coxbusiness.com slash cloud. The Virginia Lottery, $11 billion to Virginia's K-12 public schools since 1999. The Virginia Lottery, a win for education. ODU Online, home or away, ODU Online makes it easy to take your classes with you. Visit oduonline.edu to learn more. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Atlantic Bay lends peace of mind by putting you first every step of the way. Optima Health and Centera Healthcare. At Optima Health, we improve health every day by providing members with quality, cost-effective health care. And Chartway Credit Union. Chartway awards $25,000 every year to the ODU Athletics Scholarship Fund for our student-athletes' pursuit of excellence. Chartway, the official credit union of ODU Athletics. Broadcast coverage of the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show is authorized by ODU Sports Properties, a division of Playfly Sports Incorporated, and is intended solely for the private use of our audience. Any rebroadcast or other use of the accounts and descriptions without the expressed written consent of ODU Sports Properties or Old Dominion University is prohibited. The Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show is a presentation of ODU Sports Properties in association with ESPN Radio 94.1, your home for ODU Sports and Max Media. Follow all your favorite Old Dominion University sports anytime 24 hours a day at odusports.com. This is the ODU Sports Radio Network.